0: Welcome to Infocus Females, the podcast where we put the focus on women in today's world, the jobs they do, how they got there, and why you should be paying attention. I'm your host Selina Levin. Thanks so much for listening as we get started with Volume One. Today we're talking to Cristana Cipatoni. She's a senior account executive at SkyBlue Media, which is a multimedia communications agency run by its amazing founder, Rakia Reynolds. This agency does branding, events, and for our focus today, public relations within the lifestyle industry. We're talking about fashion, food, technology, all the way to nonprofits. So these guys definitely cover a lot of ground. I met up with Kristana for our interview at Pipeline Philly. This is a co-working space in Philadelphia where SkyBlue Media's office is located. Here, she told me how she got started in public relations.
1: I really didn't know what I wanted to do when I grew up. I knew that I loved to write and read and I knew that I was creative, but I really wasn't guided or directed into an industry or a certain field. And when I was a junior and senior in high school, I was the editor of our school newspaper, which was nothing fancy. Um, We wrote about things three months after they happened and my teacher, who was my English teacher and also the, she oversaw the newspaper, was like, oh, maybe you could go to school to be a journalist. And I was like, oh, cool. You know, I loved fashion always when I was younger. And I kind of had this idea that I wanted to be an editor and I wanted to work at Marie Claire or Vogue and the fashion department. So I picked a school in New York, which was actually on Long Island. It was Hofstra University. And I had this, you know, dream that I was gonna move to New York and be this journalist. And when I got to Long Island, I realized this is not New York City and it wasn't very easy to get to New York City. And I, I just didn't like, you know, the whole experience. I transferred to Temple my sophomore year, and was the best decision I ever made. We had an amazing journalism program, go owls. I got to study abroad. I went to London. It was amazing. And when I graduated in 2010, we were smack dab in the middle of the recession. There were no jobs. I couldn't even get a job staying at my work study job. I, I worked in a, the liberal arts department at Temple uh, for the whole three years that I went there. And they couldn't even hire me. There was a big hiring freeze. So I was like, what are, you know, what are some of my other skills? What am I going to do? So I was a nanny.
0: Kristana nannied for about a year for a family in Rittenhouse. She then moved on to her next job, which was glorified data entry. But it was a job that she could find.
1: I was very bored, I'll be honest, it was a great job, but I wasn't really putting my skills to use, and I did that for about a year and some change, and one night I called my one of my really good friends, her name is Melanie Martin, she was at the time an editor at Ebony Magazine in their online department and she said, "Well, why don't you try PR? You know, I really think you'd be good at it. You're really friendly, you're a people person." And I was like, "What is PR?" Like I had a friend at Temple that was a PR student. And I remember she was always walking the red carpets and fanning Ashanti and doing, you know, all those cool things. And I was like, "I guess I could do PR." So, she told me to just research. So, I typed in public relations and fashion and Philadelphia into Google. And the first thing that came up was Sky Blue Media and my amazing boss, Rekia Reynolds, and I watched every YouTube video she had, every Philly 360-style ambassador video she had. I learned everything there was to know about Sky Blue Media's clients and what they did, and I kind of tunnel vision myself and, and did affirmations, I'm going to work at Sky Blue Media, it's just going to happen. So I was 24, and I emailed every single person at the company until one day, I was granted an interview for an internship, and the woman was like, you do know that this is an unpaid internship. And I was like, I know. So I had no income, and I was working for free, and I really just made it so that I was an employee. I was I was an intern, and I knew my role, but I, I really wanted to work there, so I did anything
0: and everything that I could. When I asked Kristana about working in PR, she said nothing could have prepared her for what she does now. Not school, and not even previous internships. She said that when she was in school, it hadn't crossed her mind to ask what the relationship was between PR and journalism. As a journalism student, she'd never been talked to about being pitched to by PR people and how they were even connected. Christana's vision of becoming a fashion editor in New York City didn't pan out as she had hoped, she realized how her background in journalism and her new career in PR could help out our clients. She equated it to something like this. Communication is like an Oreo cookie. The client is the Oreo stuffing, with journalism and PR on either side acting as the cookie grams that make it whole. Now, Christana has worked with a lot of great journalists, both nationally and internationally, And doesn't seem to think the matter of journalists always being annoyed with public relations people to always be the case. She says that journalists actually value publicists as a resource. And sometimes the publicists actually know what's going on before the journalists do. Not everyone can be
1: uh, working PR. There's an art to it. There's a science to it. And good publicists know which journalist to pitch, what angle to take. They know what the journalist has been writing about recently, what they're interested in covering, what they're not interested in covering, and it's not hard to find that information out. We have Google and we have Twitter, so read through their last couple of tweets, get a sense for their sense of humor, get a sense for a way they speak and react with people. I think that PR people get a bad rap because there are PR people out there that don't take the time to do the research and the back-end work and fly off press releases and follow-up calls to people that they have no business pitching. Don't pitch the Philly.com sports writer a piece about a nonprofit that's building houses in underserved areas. They're not going to cover it. They're going to delete your information, and they're probably going to talk about you in the office. So that whole thing that PR people are annoying, I definitely don't look at it that way. I can probably be annoying sometimes, but that's only because I fight for what I know is going to be a great story. PR is not for the meek. It is definitely a career where you have to really want to do it. You have to make it your lifestyle. It's not a nine-to-five, and I know that it will never be. And that's what I love. I love that I come in in the morning, and sometimes I don't know what I'll be doing. Some days I'm going up to New York City, and I have a client on Good Morning America. Some days I'm doing coverage recap reports all day long. And that's one of the best parts about it is that no two days are the same. It's always changing. It's always evolving. The actual industry of media right now changes every day there's new apps coming out making our jobs easier sometimes making our jobs harder Um, but what i learned in school in journalism it's definitely shifting it's definitely changing and it's really exciting to be a part of that change what what do i do so my my title is a senior account executive so we are a pr agency And there's a difference between agency and in-house. When you're in-house, you're only working on the communications for your company internally and externally. And when you're at an agency, you have a roster of clients. We usually have about 15, even more at a time. And we're working on all of their external communications. So we have accounts and I execute them um, pretty much. All of our clients, we call ourselves a bespoke agency, so no two clients want the same exact thing. We have clients who want very traditional public relations. They're announcing a product. They want a release to go out. They want traditional pitching. They want people to write about their product. We have clients who are more in the non-traditional space, and they want to have a media dinner where they bring their product to a dinner with 20 journalists and influencers and bloggers and just personalities at the dinner to introduce their product to and have more organic interaction. We have clients that just need a total branding revamp. They need their website redone. They need new business cards. They need lookbooks or brand books or headshots or um, a wardrobe change. So we have other, you know, we have other clients that really just want to raise their, their digital profile and want to, you know, learn more about social media. So, My job is to make sure each of our clients has a unique scope of work that is tailored to their needs and that we are executing every single thing that we're
0: promising in that scope of work. Part of Kristana's job duties involve pitching the media, accompanying clients to their interviews, assisting with proposals, or even gathering news clips for media monitoring. She helps out with influencer dinners and experiential events. I write op-eds
1: for my clients
0: sometimes, so I'm, all of
1: that journalism comes into good use. Being a, a being a journalism student, I know how to craft a story. I know how to tell a story, and at Sky Blue Media, we are all storytellers. A client comes to us and says, hey, I have this unique value proposition. I want to tell it to the world. I just don't know how to communicate it, and that's where our expertise and our authoritative voice comes in. We're saying, "We we can communicate it for you, and we can
0: do it. Perfectly. Now, not everyone is cut out for public relations. Not everyone is going to like this sort of job. But why is that? What skills do you need to have in order to do it? When I asked this question, Christana said the absolute number one thing you had to have as someone in PR is the ability to write, and write well. If you're that kind of person that thinks picking up a career in PR won't involve a lot of writing, this job isn't in your career path anytime soon.
1: You can't do everything yourself as much as you tell yourself you you can do it all. You can't. You need a good team. I work right now with the rest of my team, you know, sometimes I'll find a really amazing story and I'll say, hey, we really have to pitch this person. Can you quick write the pitch? Send it out for me. uh, Copy me. Just keep me in the loop. I know that I'm not, not always send the pitch, but we are a we. We are a unit. And when one person wins, we all win. When one person gets that great placement in W Magazine, we all get that great placement. When we land a new client, we all gain a great client. So you have to be a we-oriented person to work in PR, especially at an agency. You can't have an ego being a publicist. Your clients are essentially getting all the limelight and you can't be the type of person that's sitting there calculating, what am I going to be on Good Morning America? How can I pitch myself? You know what? It's not about that. You can't be a person that expects thank you all the time. Our clients are very, very thankful and they all show their gratitude in different ways. But not everyone always wants to admit that they have a publicist. They don't necessarily want to post on Instagram that they were featured in the Oprah magazine, but someone had to pitch them for it. And that's totally fine. That's totally fine as long as you have that understanding that you might not always get that thank you in words or in an email or in uh, tagging you on Facebook saying how great you are, but um, you know you did really great work and at the end of the day, you know your team did it and um, you get your recognition eventually. I have worked with other PR people and other agencies, and I've heard horror stories about bosses screaming at their employees and being demanding, and we really have a respect for each other, and like I said, when one wins, we all win, and we try our hardest to be kind to each other every day. When you work in a huge company, there's so many moving parts, and there's so many people. You don't have to necessarily like everyone, you can kind of pick who your crew is. When your crew is only, you know, eight to 10 people and you all have different personalities, you just have to adapt and learn how to interact with each person individually. And that is something that I learned being at an agency is that you will not always right away get along with someone, but there is always a way to adapt, to be on the same page to be on the same level i've learned that communication is key and you would think uh duh you work at a communications agency don't you always communicate it's hard to communicate internally when you're moving so quickly and when you're serving your clients and you're communicating with them sometimes you forget that you have to communicate with your coworkers the people that you're sitting next to all day we're sending emails to each other sitting right next to each other and it may be strange but It's just the way that it is. I learn from my coworkers all the time. I learn more about them as people, but I also learn more about how to do my job better by watching them. I've learned how to be kinder. I've learned how to be more patient. I've learned that, not everything is the end of the world. We put out a lot of fires. We really do. And sometimes the fires are little and sometimes they're huge. But when you're working in the service industry, you have to treat every fire equally. Your, your one client's small need to them might be their biggest need.
0: As with any job you first start out in, Kristana has made her fair share of mistakes. She admitted to one time accidentally taking home her boss's car keys when her boss needed to get samples out of her car for a 7 a.m. TV show segment the next day. But with making those mistakes, she learned that sometimes you just need to slow down and double-check your work. If you mess up, learn from it and move on. Now, I personally follow Christana on her social media, so I've seen her hanging out with models, celebrities, and attending New York Fashion Week. But she admits that while she can occasionally be a bit of a social media overshare, there's actually a ton of work going on behind the scenes that no one is actually seeing. It's awesome, but it's a lot of hard work.
1: A lot of people don't know what goes into it. We're not just throwing parties. We're not just calling Drake and asking him to come to a fashion show. It's it's a lot of, lot, a lot of hard work. And we work really long hours and... We wake up in the morning and check our email and then you work all day and then you go home. There's really no off switch. And some people can do it and some people can't. And once you realize that it's it's a lifestyle and you're fine with it, then you're happy. My piece of advice for people trying to break into the PR industry or any industry is be willing to work and don't feel entitled. Do anything and everything. Be an intern, work for free if you have to, volunteer, go to events, make connections, follow up with those connections, be seen.
0: A big thanks to Kristana for taking the time to answer my questions on her career and allowing a great sneak peek into what PR is really about. Music on today's show featured Lee Rosevere, Allegory Music, Olive Musique, Arteria Productions, and Tiny Music. This show was produced by me, Selena Levin, and if you're curious about being featured on the podcast or if you have someone you think would be great to interview, send me an email at selena at infocusfemales.com. That's C-E-L-I-N-A at infocusfemales.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time.